Hi guys, welcome back to Something Newsy. Um, my name is Caitlin Kopensky. I am the head editor in chief of the Mesa Press, and I'm here with. Uh, my name is Kyle Asen, and I'm a staff writer. And my name is Walker Armstrong, I'm the news editor. So thank you all for listening today. So today's topic, we're gonna be talking about um, the lifting of COVID-19 restrictions as more and more people are getting vaccinated, um, you know, more things are opening up. So I work a part-time job at Mesa, obviously, and I get students asking me all the time, you know, is Mesa gonna be back on campus in the fall? And every time they ask me, I'm not sure because, you know, they haven't really can't come out with, um, you know, a set plan, but because everything is like restrictions are lifting so quickly, it's kind of forcing everyone to um, shift back into normal gear. So obviously more people are anticipating like coming back to work, coming back to school, um, going to music festivals, eating outside, you know, the whole deal. So um, is everyone vaccinated? Walker, Kyle, are you guys vaccinated? Um, For me, yeah, I, I plan to be Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Walker. I was just saying that I've, I've been vaccinated. Uh, I plan on being vaccinated you know, before getting back on campus. So, not yet. Gotcha. So, is there like a reason you're comfortable, like sharing about why you haven't been vaccinated yet? Um, it's just that it just. Um, for me, uh, I just haven't been like, just did, like I haven't decided on just being vaccinated yet, just because I haven't been mostly outside. So uh, the things that I do is like, I, I haven't been outside most of the time. So I feel like just being like, like outside, you have to be vaccinated just because to have that safety. Um, but I guess just maybe not being outside, you don't really have to be immediately vaccinated. Just a thought, I guess. Yeah, I get that. Like if you're not like planning on like going out to eat, I guess, or like doing mm -hmm. stuff, you know, personally, yeah. if you wouldn't want to be vaccinated, like I guess that would make sense. Um, have you, are you guys like comfortable with everything like being like restrictions being let up like I know that um, the CDC came out a few weeks ago saying that like if you're outside you don't have to wear a mask anymore if you're vaccinated and I'm not sure like if I'm gonna do that like I don't know like I don't know how to feel with all this what Walker what do you think I mean it's just been one of those things that like I, I've, I've been wearing masks outside when I was not vaccinated, I've seen plenty of people do that. And I think it's just kind of one of those things that has to be up to your own discretion, who you're around, the environment you're in, the people that you're going to be around. And um, I don't know if that's one of those things that people aren't able to measure themselves very well. Um, and I think that that's where, you know, sort of policy and more uh, sort of legislative restrictions come into play as being, you know, smart choices that we need to make as a society. But as far as if people are vaccinated and not wearing masks outside, like, you know, I'm looking out my window, I see people walking along this trail outside. They're not wearing masks and, you know, they're in their 60s or so, just judging by the look of them. 
I think that's 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 just up to their own discretion. You know what I mean? Uh, I still wear masks outside. Like I go up to LA a lot, and if I'm around a crowded place, I wear a mask outside. And then, you know, the also ironic other side of this coin is that I've also you know been dining outside where we sit down, we're wearing masks, and then when our food comes, we take the mask off. And it's one of those things that's like uh, kind of makes you just think about it a little bit. What is the point of that? You know, if we're having these uh, lifted restrictions, like I just got a news alert from the LA Times that says, you know, uh, Orange County is being pushed into the yellow tier more and more. And we're going to about to see a lot of, you know, wide, a wider range of reopenings up in Orange County. And um, that's one of the, that's been one of the biggest, you know, hot beds of, you know, anti-mask and anti-vaxxing activity in Southern California, at least as, as far as I'm, as far as I know, and that could be, you know, an issue where we see a lot of wide reopenings up there, a lot of anti-masks and anti-vaxxers, but down here and more in LA and across the country where we're seeing more and more people getting vaccinated, it could just be a, a good thing, you know, as far as having things seem to get back to normal. And, um, you know, so as far as that goes, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like in the same boat, like I'm personally vaccinated. So like when I go outside for a run, I'm not going to keep my mask on while I'm running just because like, I know I'm vaccinated. I'm, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like when I'm running next to you in that split one second where you're going one way, I'm going the other way. I'm not going to pass COVID onto you. You know what I mean? But you make a really good point, yeah. like dining out at restaurants and stuff even when people weren't able to get vaccinated, it was weird because you would keep your mask on until you took your mask off to eat. So it's like everyone has their mask off while they're eating. So it's like, even if you did wear your mask in that like one moment, like before you sat down, you could still pass it on to people when your mask is off. So it's like super confusing and like annoying almost that they haven't made things a little bit more like black and white. Like, I feel like we've been in this gray area for so long of like, okay, well, it's okay if you do this, but it's not okay if you do this. And it's socially not okay if you do this, not like from a legislative standpoint, but just like, you know what I mean? Like last summer, we saw a bunch of people go out for like Memorial Day and 4th of July. And that was way before like there were vaccines and stuff and just people were partying. And, and now because there's vaccines, and people are vaccinated, I wonder if those types of parties and gatherings are going to be more socially acceptable or if they're going to cause a spike in cases. Like, I, I don't know, you know? Yeah, no, I think that that's going to be the case, but I think we're not going to see the spike in cases that people think. I think we're going to see a spike in cases relative to where we're at right now, as far as, you know, the amount of people that have COVID-19 or hospitalizations. So it's going to be like a relative spike, but it's not going to be like some, you know, early spring or, you know, post Thanksgiving spike. Right. Yeah. And that totally makes sense for, for me, what I'm most nervous about is like, I do want to go to like, you know, I want to go to a baseball game with my boyfriend, or I want to go to like a concert with my friends and stuff. But is that like socially okay? Because I'm vaccinated? Like, do you guys plan on like, going out and doing more like social, like big group, like in a huge crowd, like type of events. 
Um, well, I mean, just personally, I don't do many things that are in large social social events unless they're outside. You know what I mean? Like I go on runs pretty much by myself. Um, and I still do a lot of the same activities that I do, that I've done my whole life. And that those all basically revolve around being outdoors. But yeah, like I don't, I don't really go to ball games. I don't go to parties, um, generally. Um, so, I mean, for me, at least personally, things are kind of moving along in a gradually normalizing pace, but I, I don't know about you, uh, Kyle. Um, yeah, I'm mostly tagging along with Walker on this one just because um, my like group of friends is pretty small and I don't usually like uh, hang around with like large groups or usually go to concerts. That's usually like the dealing with huge crowds outside. But if it's like something that's inside for a party, I tend to go. But um, being vaccinated for like in for like huge crowds, uh, I feel like. Um, just as long as like people still like keep their distance or like have their mask on, I feel like it would still be socially acceptable just because that's been the normal before, uh, when, uh, COVID struck in the beginning of being just basically just socially distancing and keeping their mask on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not like this huge, like go out and party person. Like I really haven't you know, been going out since COVID happened just because, you know, I'm living at home with my parents. There's not, you know, much action going on, you know what I mean? Even just with other people, like, you know, hanging out with their close group of friends and stuff. But for me, I was like, I'm not like a germaphobe type person. I've never been a germaphobe. I mean, I am in a, in a way, just like everyone else is like, I, I feel like I'm getting sick, you know, that's never good. I will take, you know, medicine for it, whatever. But I've always been okay with like sharing water bottles doesn't bother me or like, you know, holding someone's hand or giving someone a handshake. And now because of COVID, it's kind of made everyone like rethink their comfort levels. Like, have you like kind of had that like sort of change Walker? Well, like <laughs> I have a slew of, sort of things that are wrong with me and so one of those is not necessarily germophobia but I get you know sort of obsessive about certain things and I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm basically I guess what you would call a neat freak to an accelerated degree almost so COVID-19 hasn't necessarily um, like I said accelerated anything about me if anything it's just made it socially acceptable to do things like use hand sanitizer obsessively and yeah you know um during flu season like not shake people's hands and and you know uh do do laundry compulsively you know and um so for me it's, it's sort of normalized a lot of habits that i've already grown up with and and sort of um adopted on my own course for example, like in the early stages of quarantine, I got to stay indoors and not see anybody for two months. And I say got to as a purposeful thing because or as an intentional word because right. I really enjoyed doing that. And it's not socially acceptable a lot of the time. So it's kind of, it kind of was able to normalize my isolative tendencies, which was great. But right, like I'm still a social animal, so I kind of got over it. And now that things are starting to 
relax back into sort of the normal stream of, of life or in, in social activity, it's nice to see, I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. And even speaking more towards the social acceptability of things, um, it has been interesting to see how people take these sort of things because I have a really large family and there's a lot of opinions that get get that get thrown around you know here and there right so um you know I have the people that are super annoyed with the mask to the point of being not anti-mask but like almost defiantly not wearing it yeah I have the people that are you know like me kind of obsessive about the mask but you know I'll go on a run and I'll bring the mask with me but I won't have it or like I'll go skate and like have the mask with me but won't be wearing it the whole time right and then I have the people kind of like you know, seemingly like like you maybe that just kind of that that wear it and, and that don't really think much about it. And so um yeah, it's just been kind of kind of kind of, you know, interesting um seeing everyone else adapt to these whole social parameters that are just I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna dwindle away anytime soon though. I think we're gonna be wearing the mask for a while. Yeah, I, I think I will definitely be. will too. You know, I know I will be for sure. Yeah. Well, it's interesting now because, you know, it's a a normalized practice in Asian countries to wear masks during flu season and during, um, you know, that like if you're sick or if you're on public transport, like it's normalized to just like have your own mask. And like, even if nobody else is wearing it because you're sick, you know what I mean? So I wonder if more people are going to you know start doing that and adapt those like traits or if once this all ends people are going to be back to you know sweaty frat basements drinking out of the same you know bottle you know what I mean it's like I mean that's that's going on already like I know a number (laughs) of people and you know that that I know personally that are just doing that all the time you know yeah and that's crazy to me you know what I mean what's interesting about like the Asian you you bring up uh, Asian uh, countries and Asian cultures, what they've done with the mask, even before COVID, way before COVID, is they incorporate it into into fashion. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's an item of clothing almost, and they they it, it's they um like it's living like in San accessory. Francisco especially. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, exactly. It's like an accessory, and I think that uh, over here we've lagged behind that in making it an accessory more than just. A utility item you know what i mean i think people don't like it as a utility item right. because we're so like weird about our idea of freedom and liberty which is a confused notion already <laughs> and then you know what i mean so yeah they've incorporated into their idea of freedom and liberty in making it a fashion item you know what yeah. i mean so i think that that's been that that was cool that's kind of off topic but yeah i thought that, that i always thought that that was cool i could see it on the runway one day <laughs> Kyle, has your comfort levels changed since COVID started? Um, I have a pretty funny one because um, I'm not sure if people do this, but for a person that wears sandals on occasion, and when I ever go outside or go to the beach, I tend to just, uh, when I head back home, I like wash my feet, just like how I wash my hands. So yeah. I'm not sure. The, <laughs> that's something what I do. My mom does that. That's actually funny. She calls it bird bath. She'll like take a bird bath and she'll like wash her feet and stuff. Only if she's wearing like sandals because I live in the desert and it's like hot. So usually we just 
wear flip-flops because you'll get like really sweaty if you have a bunch of clothes on you get what I mean so that's why yeah. really that you do that <laughs> <laughs> it's become a normal now so yeah no, I mean, <laughs> it's really interesting that these traits that we all individually have are like normals to us but to other people it's become sort of like because of COVID it's exacerbated to a form of like judgment and I think that's kind of weird because you would think in a time like this when, you know, there's people suffering, you know, there's so many hardships, everyone has their own kind of like story of how COVID has taken them through. You would think that we would adapt and be a little bit more acceptable towards one another and be understanding and be empathetic. And it's kind of come become a thing where it's like, oh, you wear a mask, like you're a sheep, you know what I mean? Or like, oh, the, there's just a bunch of like weird judgments and stuff like that, that kind of come alongside it, which is just, I, I think is super interesting. And I wonder if that's going to continue as like a new, like normal after COVID of just like hyper awareness, hyper judgment. Yeah, no, well, that goes, goes back to sort of social um, values versus like, you know, law Right. And policy right like if you make something law and policy in this country and maybe in, in every any culture really but especially in this country because of our idea of, of freedom right and being sort of it's like a falsely uh, misconstrued like individualism really is it, is. it is it totally is an individualism so if you are infringing on that in any way shape or form like we see that with everything really so anything that's legislation, anything that's policy, especially in a politically divisive time such as this, um, you're going to have sort of, um, you know, what's it called? Like blowback. Right. And that's what we're seeing right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Walker, I know you're transferring next fall and wherever you transfer to, I know a lot of places are going to be back on campus. I'm not, again, sure if Mesa will be, but um, are you like comfortable and like ready to like fully make that transition to being on campus, getting COVID tests regularly, like doing the whole nine yards? Yeah, I am. Because one thing for me is that although I like kind of my own space and I, I like, you know, feeling like I can just like control things, <laughs> I really enjoyed being on campus throughout my entire time at Mesa, which was one of the highlights of uh, my day was actually just going to school. And so when I go and transfer to, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to this one school. So when I, when I go there, I want to go there and, and have the whole experience as, uh, you know, as cliche as that may sound. So yeah, I'm fully ready for the COVID tests in class, out of class. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You know, I, I will wear the mask in, indoors for eight hours a day. As long as I just get to attend the, the university and fully soak in the whole experience, you know what I mean? Because I'm not shelling out a bunch of, you know, interest payments on loans for nothing. And I really want to, you know, feel like I'm getting the whole experience. And in the city I'm going to is is an amazing city. Um, I, I want to be able to experience it and, um, you know, sort of have that under my belt is something in my life that I did. Yeah. And I want to be able to, to fully, like my friend, he uh, went to Tufts. For this whole year and it was his first semester and then the lockdown happened and so he hasn't been able to experience like being at this amazing university 
Yeah, yeah. Tufts is expensive. <laughs> Very expensive. And he's not a and he's not, you know, someone of means. You know, he's had to take out exorbitant loans and he's he's getting a tremendous amount of financial aid, which is which is unbelievable. But um yeah, I, I want to be able to experience it. You know what I mean? Like the full experience. I don't care about masks, I don't care about how many vaccines or you know, how many tests I have to take. It's it's all just you know, worth it, I think, for me. Yeah. I don't know about you, but for me, that's that's what I'm thinking. Kyle, how do you feel? Are you still going to be at Mesa in the fall, or are you transferring? Is this your last semester? Uh, I'll still be staying. Um, so, yeah, so I'll miss you guys because <laughs> they're both transferring out. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I have one more year then. So. Gotcha. Are you going to be taking... Because I know some classes, like um, this class, will be on campus in the fall, most likely. Are you like like excited for that, or how do you feel? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Uh, since this is my first year being just in college in general, um, I'm pretty excited. Since uh, I never really got the that college experience before, so being on campus. Um, actually, the the story that I did for the the athletes, mm-hmm. uh, athletes returning on campus. That was my first time being on campus, actually. Oh my so, gosh, no way. Yeah. Oh my. But I was, I was pretty lost when I got there, so I didn't know where to go. <laughs> yeah, Mesa, um, I got to experience um, my first semester at Mesa, and then obviously a little bit of that spring semester. But Mesa's kind of big. I remember, I know this is off topic, but when I first got there, I was like, I don't know where anything is. This is a yeah. lot. But I feel like that, again, goes kind of what with Walker was saying, like, that's the experience that you kind of pay for, that you hope for, that you, like, remember. Like, that's the reason why people go to college. I mean, college is so, like, normalized kind of for the social experience in the United States anyways, and not really so much for the education. Um, I mean, a bunch of people go to school not knowing what they want to do, not knowing what they want to pursue, but they go because they spend the money because they know, okay, I'm going to meet friends for life, or I'm going to go to these football games and have such a blast you know so I think that for me I am excited to go back on campus take the test with the masks mask for me isn't like a thing that I really think about I know we were talking about this earlier but I just kind of like put it on and wear it you know what I mean like it's not like if they tell me to wear it I'm gonna wear it if I'm not going to wear it if they, they're like, oh, you don't have to do this anymore. You know, I'm going to be cautious, obviously, and, you know, still wear it outside. I still wear it like when I go to my sister's soccer games, even though we socially distance, whatever. But it's not really something that I'm like extremely cognitive about, if that makes sense. And it is really interesting to see that some people really have taken that to heart. And I guess that goes again with our weird obsession with freedom in the United States. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, because summer is coming up, are, do you guys have any plans? Do you plan on you know going on any vacations or just kind of staying home and doing the same thing as uh, last summer? Um, for me, I'm probably, uh, I'm probably uh, reconnect back with my friends since they, we've all been busy with college so it's fine uh, i take like take our time with it and reconnect with each other and see how we're all doing totally what about you walker 
I actually have kind of a busy summer planned and uh, I'm going to maybe a couple different countries and so I'm just kind of I had to get like COVID insurance and all this stuff and so it's a little nerve-wracking I'm not gonna lie I haven't been on a plane in over a year and that's not just because of COVID I, I, I absolutely hate flying I'm terrified of flying it's it's one of my biggest fears but I do it I get on planes but it's just terrifying for me Right. I'm going to be getting on a number of planes this summer, actually. Actually, in a couple of weeks, I'm, I'm going to go visit Boston. Um, oh, yeah, so that's going to be cool. Um, so I'm doing that. I'm going to get on a plane for that. I'm going to get on a plane and go to, to go to Costa Rica for a surf trip. I'm going to go oh, my to... friend just went to Costa Rica for a surf trip. That's funny. Yeah, it's an amazing place, but it's one of those kind of just, I don't know, you know, being the obsessive compulsive I am it's kind of one of those uh treacherous places for me in my mind you know like oh you know you know germs and all this stuff and right viruses and all this stuff to get all this stuff figured out but it's cool because you know I've, I've been I've been down to Central America uh, plenty of times and but it's always one of those nerve-wracking experiences for me just to getting getting hyped up for it I may go to I may go to Spain I'm not even sure about that, but I may go to Spain. I'm not even trying to flex on everybody here, but <laughs> yeah, I'm um, gonna say, geez, it's um, it's just like it's just kind of one of those intimidating things. And then yeah, I'm gonna be driving out to Boston again, um, come August. So yeah, it's gonna be a incredibly hectic and busy summer for me. I, I don't know how much I'm looking forward to it right now. It's kind of stressful, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's very stressful and especially with the COVID stuff getting on right. airplanes is just going to be a whole different level of of generalized acute anxiety for me so uh yeah right <laughs> now I'm not looking forward to it but you know you, when you everything said the moment. who knows <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so honestly being in my room I can talk about COVID and all this stuff and be fine with it but airplanes and confined places I don't know you know what I mean yeah that's a whole different story I was gonna say like I want to go to outside lands in October because you know I'll probably be in San Francisco that's a Golden Gate Park I want to go to um I think like Rufus Dussault is playing in LA in November I want to go like there's just like a bunch of yeah. stuff my boyfriend wants to go to a baseball game I'm like okay let's go but at the same time I'm like I want to make sure I'm being safe and I'm not like, you know, getting anyone else sick and hurting anyone else. And you know what I mean? So I'm excited for it. I don't have any set plans, um, if you can't tell, but um, I, I want to travel and I want to go to these places. But at the same time, like my boyfriend wanted to take a trip to Mexico. Um, he wanted to go to Cancun and all of these places. And I'm like, these places like don't have vaccines yet. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I would just feel like kind of wrong taking all of these, like, I don't know, taking up resources, taking up space in places that are already suffering because of COVID. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's where exactly. I'm trying to. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So I'm trying to find like a good balance. Like, okay, maybe I wanted to go to Miami, but if you've seen what's been happening in Miami, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't go to Florida. Um, I want to like yeah. stay in the United States and obviously like go out and travel. But at the same time, I'm like, I just, you know, want to be really safe about things and be conscious of others and their experience, you know? 
I know exactly what you mean. All right. Well, I think we have covered it all about COVID restrictions, what we're looking forward to this summer, how we're feeling about masks, vaccinations, all of it. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Something Newsy. Thank you.